This time, Faye Rowlands. It is appealing Everything the traffic will allow Nowhere could you have that happy feeling When you are stealing that extra bow There's no people like show people They smile when they are low Yesterday they told you you would not go far That night you opened and there you are Stay on your dressing room, they found a star. Let's go on with our show. Welcome to the latest edition of Break a Leg. My name is Ian Cheeseman. All things theatrical and musical theatre to entertain you. We have some great guests coming up in the next hour or so. We will be meeting Adonis Sadiq, who will be appearing alongside a star-studded cast. Not that Adonis isn't a star himself. At the Crown Jewels at the Lowry Theatre from the 19th to the 23rd of September. It's a comedy. Can't wait to see this one. Also, two local Amdrams, six the musical, and we've got some news about that. It's had to move its venue to the George Lawton Hall. More about that a little bit later on. And also Cats at Stockport Plaza. So loads to get through. This week I was at the fabulous Larry Theatre and I watched Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Really good show. Really enjoyed it. Here's a title song.
sit with me the crop tails And there were feathers And there were leathers And there were rubbish yeah, she said were floral weathers That you wear if you're a guy boots. Everybody's talking about it. Wonderful, wonderful show. Really enjoyed it. That was uh, from Everybody's Talking About Jamie, which was at the Larry this week. Um, that isn't the version, of course, that they were singing, but it was fabulous stuff. Really, really enjoyed it. Right, let's meet the first of my guests now, another who will be appearing at the great Larry Theatre in Salford in the non-too-distant future. In fact, from the 19th to the 23rd of September, he will be appearing in the Crown Jewels, and he will reveal the star-studded lineup in just a moment. It's a comedy about, well, he'll tell it's about nicking the crown jewels so it's not a musical this but it's got some music in it because the uh, the fabulous uh, Carrie Hope Fletcher is in it too and we'll be playing a song by her as selected by Adonis in just a moment but here is Adonis Sadiq one of the stars of the show it is very much a star-studded cast uh, the show is basically an out-and-out comedy it's very, very funny, but it's completely based on a true story. In 1671, Colonel Blood uh, attempted to steal the crown jewels and basically did it. <laughs> um, uh, and if it wasn't for one tiny little... Well, I won't ruin it, but um, he, he basically very, very nearly managed to manage to do it. And... Um, this show is it's penned by Simon Nye, you know, of Men Behaving Badly and the and the Durrells and, and lots of other amazing things, um, and it's just very funny, very silly, um, but all completely true. <laughs> so, how does a, a lad from Burnage, which is what you are, end up working with all these superstars in such a marvelously scripted comedic play? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I mean, honestly, it, during the rehearsals, I mean, you've seen the cast list. It's Al Murray, Mel Gedroich, Carrie Hope Fletcher, Joe Thomas, Neil Morrissey, Ada McArdle, you know, Tambi Bomani. It's it's just star, 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 star. Um, so there was there were a few pinch me moments in rehearsals. Um, but they're amazing and everyone's super down to worth and you know, we're all just having a lot of fun, to be honest. It's a very fun show, and it's really fun to do. There's nothing worse than doing a show that's fun when you all hate each other. Um, and that's definitely not what's happening here. We're, we're all we're all madly in love. <laughs> when when you went for the audition, I presume you were auditioned, Did you, were you aware of the scale of this, this particular show? I actually didn't audition. <laughs> um... What happened was I worked with the director, Sean Foley, you know, who is just amazing, um, last year. And he's also the artistic director of the Birmingham Rep, where I did East is East a couple of years ago. Um, and, yeah, I just got a call from my agent and she said, uh, Sean Foley wants you to be in this play. Um, 
it's got this person and this person and this person and this person. Do you want to read the script? And I just said, no, <laughs> sign me up, sign me up right now. You know, it was, uh, and then I read the script and of course it was amazing. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's been, it's been wild. It's been wild. I love all sorts of theatre, musical theatre, yeah. straight plays, comedy. I would argue, and, and I'd be interested to, to know how you react to this, that comedy is actually the hardest thing to do on stage, particularly because you've got to get, that if that audience doesn't laugh, if they're not with you, it doesn't work, yeah. does it? I would completely agree with that. You know, it's, when you're doing a straight play, you can get, Sometimes you don't really know how the play is going, but you know that you're just doing the right thing. Um, and as long as you're hitting those right beats, then then you, you kind of can't do better than that um, in a straight play. But yes, you're absolutely right. In a comedy, you know, sometimes like the audience just has to be become one unit and, and laugh together. And and we have, you know, it's interesting that you say that because our play is basically we have Carrie Hope Fletcher, you know. Western royalty, uh, and she's an obviously she sings, <laughs> so it's kind of got this musical element, it's got this comedy element, but it also is this absolutely like hard fact, true story. Um, and there are these moments of absolute, you know, well, yeah, they're trying to steal the crown jewels, it's a heist, it's a full, full heist, and then there's just all this comedy dashed around, so actually. Yes, you're correct, but our play is kind of all three of those things. You know, it's kind of a comedy, a musical, and a straight play, all in one. It's a different description of a triple threat, then. Are you a triple threat? Every, I'm not a triple threat. <laughs> I'll probably <laughs> say that on radio. I'm very much a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, people who come to this will will love it. I'm sure they will. Um, will you have local family and fans there because you're a local lad? Yes, I, I mean, yes, I mean, you know, the Lowry's huge. It's it's basically a spaceship of a theatre, isn't it? It's, it's I don't know, is it 1,800 or something? Um, and we're at the Garrick right now, which is seven-something, so it's it's almost, it's double. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the whole, of the, the whole of the Lowry's basically going to be my family, <laughs> you know, um, but... It's it's going to be amazing, and, and we, we you know we've been in London now for a long time, so we we we're very excited to take it out on the road and and see how it how it uh how audiences like it in the provinces. But there's a lot of audience interaction at one point, and it's going to be really interesting to see how that that differs from London to to Manchester. You have a very distinctive look. I mean, obviously we're talking on radio, but I can see you because we're recording on Zoom. Yeah. And you have a very distinctive look with a, what do you call that, handlebar moustache and uh, <laughs> mop of hair. The moustache is definitely not, all the hair, definitely not my chosen preferred style. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's uh, the character. Very much the character. You know, I play, I play two characters. I play with Edwards, who is the son of Talbot Edwards, um, who who is the keeper of the jewels, um, and and he actually comes back from from battle just as the stool, uh, as the as the jewels are being stolen. Uh, and I also play the king's footman, which is basically what this mustache is for. Al, Neil, and I all have the same mustache. When we're together, it makes total sense. When we're apart, people look at us very very weird. <laughs> it's it's. Unless you're walking around Shoreditch and then everyone's just like, oh, that's just his moustache. <laughs> 
So here's the final question for you, uh, which yeah. is I know slightly away from the crown jewels, but okay. um, since this is also a programme that plays music uh, called Break a Leg, um, have you got a favourite musical and a song I can play from a musical for Oh, you? gosh. <laughs> um, have I got a favourite? This is the awful moment when I say I've never seen a musical. Really? Um, You've seen them on TV. Oh, no, that's wrong, actually. I've seen, I've seen Les Mis. I've seen Les Mis. Um, well... I'm gonna yes. What's Carrie song? <laughs> what musicals has Carrie been in? She, she was, was in Bad Heathers. Cinderella. She was in Bad Cinderella. She was in Heather's. She was in. She was in Les Mis. She did a song from Heather's. Do you know what? You pick your favourite Carrie Hope Fletcher track. I'll do that. Not as long as it's Carrie, I'm happy. Right on that basis. Um, enjoy the show. Break a leg. Thanks so much, Ian. Enjoy Salford. Thanks, I will do. Lovely to speak to you. That was Adonis Sadiq, who will be in the Crown Jewels Larry Theatre from the 19th to the 23rd of September, along with all the superstars, including Carrie Hope Fletcher. So he said, pick a song by her. This is from Heather's The Musical. It's actually a duet. It's with uh, Jamie Moscato, and this is 17. Fine. We're damaged. Really damaged, but that does not make us wise. We're not special, we're not different We don't choose who lives or dies Let's be normal, see bad movies Sneak a beer and watch TV We'll bake brownies or go bowling Don't you want a life with me? They vanish And you're right That really blows But we let go Take a deep breath And go buy some summer clothes We'll go camping Play some poker And we'll eat some chili fries Maybe prom night Maybe dancing Don't stop looking Damaged, but your love's too good to lose. Hold me tighter, even closer. I'll stay if I'm what you choose. Can we be seven? 
Cheeseman, this is Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre. And now we can move on to a couple of Amdrams that are appearing in our area, which I will highly recommend, because I've seen these groups perform before and they are utterly brilliant. But just before we meet, uh, Amy and Dawn talking about Cats, which will be at Stockport Plaza by the Drama Department from the 26th to the 30th of September. Let's hear King Herod's song from Jesus Christ Superstar. I saw this show this week at the Palace Theatre and singing this song was Julian Clary. Jesus, I am overjoyed to meet you face to face. You've been getting quite a name all around the place. Healing cripples, cute trick. Raising from the dead, ooh. Oh, and now I understand your God. Well, at least that's what you said. So you are the Christ, you're the great Jesus Christ. Prove to me that you're divine. Change my water into wine, that's all you need to do. And I know it's all true. Come on, King of the Jews Jesus, you just won't believe the hit you've made round here You're all we talk about, the wonder of the year Oh, what a pity, if it's all a lie Still I'm sure that you can rock the cynics if you try So you are the Christ, you're the great Jesus Christ My swimming pool If you do that for me Then I'll let you go free Come on, King of the Jews Hit it, boys! King of the 
I'm Amy and I am the assistant director for Cats, which is being put on by the drama department at the Stockport Plaza in September. I saw one of your shows not too long ago, which was Calendar Girls, and it was amazing, and the venue is amazing. So I'm expecting a very, very high level of production. Is that what you are putting together for us? Absolutely, Ian. I mean, just being here tonight, I cannot tell you the standard of talent. It is absolutely off the scale. You know, this show is delivered all by song. It's a story told through song and dance and performance and it is just I cannot really explain to you the talent and the feelings that you know we, we get even just in rehearsals the emotion and the characters of these cats and their stories that's coming through and yeah it's just you know tingles down the spine and those kind of moments just watching rehearsals and when it all comes together with the music it's just beautiful what does your role entail then in your assistant director role? So I'm just supporting our incredible director, Michael, in whatever way that I can at rehearsals. Um, it's been really brilliant for me to learn from a really experienced um, team like Michael, um, Carolyn, Paul, our MD, Carolyn's our choreographer, um, and Gary also, um, who is in Cats. He's also a really experienced dancer and he's been really supportive as well. So it's been a real learning opportunity for me. And I've been really lucky that Michael's, you know, um, allowed me to set scenes and really take an active role in directing. And it's just brilliant to be a part of it, supporting the cast, trying to keep this momentum and this excitement because honestly, Ian, it is just amazing. So it's just been lovely to kind of keep that energy and that you know positivity for rehearsals because the cast are working so hard I mean you walk into that rehearsal room now and there's just bright red faces and just yeah they're just giving everything at every rehearsal I've been lucky enough to see one of the people you mentioned Gary Jones in Bridges of Madison County I think he's in West Side Story and he was amazing and I know he's hoping to have a professional career and if that's the standard of the production that you're putting on, if he's level with everybody else, then it's going to be amazing, I would think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Gary, you've got Dawn playing Grisabella. Oh, my gosh, there's so many incredible people that have played leading leading roles around the circuit and that are in other shows at the moment playing leading roles. And it's, yeah, it's amazing to have that calibre all together in one show. Now, you mentioned Dawn as well, who, obviously, I, I know Dawn, and I know that she's been involved in the costumes. And when you think of cats, you think of amazing costumes. You can't presumably then go into a shop that does off-the-peg cats costumes or even theatrical shops, perhaps, can you not? Because it sounds like they're all being made bespoke for your production. Absolutely, and they've had to be. Um, one of the conditions in the drama department being allowed to do cats is actually that um, the costumes um, and everything about the show is extremely different and unique so it's different to what they did on the West End, different to Broadway. Our interpretation has got to be different. So um, Michael and Dawn have been extremely clever. Um, our cats are based on um, historical characters like Mary Poppins, Winston Churchill. Um, so they've created and designed these costumes based on those characters, which our actors have, have portraying in, in every move. And, you know, one of the things we've been saying is, you know, when you're dancing, you're performing, you need to really be that cat um, and tell the audience who you are and 
we've had a few photo shoots which you might have seen um, and I think as soon as the cats put those costumes on their characters just really came to life and yeah Dawn um, and Janet together have worked so hard hours and hours design creation um, yeah and it's going to be the final piece to you know the incredible puzzle along with the lighting and the set the, the costumes look amazing I've been lucky enough to see the professional production of Cats years ago, really, now. And, and I really enjoyed it, loved it. And obviously it's got that great lame page. Well, I know it's not her song, but Memory, which is the, the standout song from the show. But we've, I play other songs regularly on my, my weekly show. Um, so we all know it and we all think we love it. However, there was a major flop as a film. James Corden, Taylor Swift, other people were in it. Um, has Cats lost any of its sort of... Uh, I don't know, attraction because of the flop of that film, do you think? Or does it not matter because this is theatre and theatre's different? I hope not. I think people need to come and watch this production. And yeah, I think this whole experience in that beautiful theatre with all of these beautiful costumes and this music, it is a much different experience than film. Um, yeah, it's a much more it's sensory-wise and experience-wise. You, you can't compare, I don't think. I think it's really hard to recreate a musical on, on, on film and you don't get the same feelings, do you? And yet there has been, there have been some great musical pro, um, film productions like Les Mis, which I thought was um, better than the stage, really. Well, I know it's hard to be better than the stage, but it was very, very good. So it can happen, but this is a harder one, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't think Cats... I, I don't remember Cats being um, put on the stage um, anywhere near here for a long time, so... You know how wonderful that it's coming to Stockport and coming to Manchester and full of amazing local talent. Hi, Ian. I'm Dawn. Dawn Lee, as you well know. <laughs> um, and I am not only performing in Cats, but I've been designing all the costumes and hand painting them. Uh, I'm not doing any of the sewing. Grand Jan's been doing that for me, but yeah, all the costumes are done by myself and Grand Jan. Um, it's a mammoth task. You put your heart and soul into these things, don't you? I mean, you live and breathe it. It's your life, isn't it? It certainly is. I think I need sectioning. <laughs> I know that a lot of people in Amdram do put their hearts and souls into it. People, obviously, on the radio can't see the fantastic designs you've done for these costumes. Yeah. But Cats is, is unique. Yeah. Where, does it, where do you get inspiration? Where do you get so, time? What, what, what's your thought process? Well, we, we got, um, with, this, with doing Cats, you um, get very strict rules. Um, you can't replicate any of the originals. So, like, for example, um, Victoria, she's the iconic white cat, um, and we couldn't have her looking anything like that. Um, so we've kind of gone with Victoria. She's gone down a nude look, a nude cat, a bit like a, are they a sphinx that have got no hair? Um, but she's very sparkly, um, and she's got flowers everywhere. She's just beautiful. Um, and there's, like, videos of her all over Facebook now, um, which she just looks stunning. Um, with some of the characters, we've kind of gone, because obviously Cats is all about uh, the good old British people. Um, we um, have gone like down the things, of, there's a Churchill in there, Mary Poppins, um, all like iconic roles, but also linking to the theatre, because we're setting it in a derelict theatre, obviously, rather than what like the originals set like. You are performing this as you did with Calendar Girls, the marvellous Calendar Girls <laughs> yeah. at the Stockport Plaza. Are you yeah. going to be able to live up to that? Because that was some production. Yeah, if um, if you witnessed any of the rehearsals right now, it's phenomenal. Um, and it, it already, 
the rehearsal stage, you can just see it's just going to be an absolute, another legendary show for the drama department. Very proud. I've seen you perform since you were a little girl. Yeah. And you have an energy. It was only a few years ago, Ian. <laughs> I remember I was only a little boy when I went to oh, watch you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I remember the thing that came over from you was your energy. You had that X factor. I've always said that. Something Is that natural, do you think? There's lots of people went and did the training that you've done. Uh, yeah, I'm just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got no airs and graces. And yeah, as everyone well, well knows. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm proud to do it. It's as close as I get to West End, Broadway, living the dream. So, yeah. Does it help the fact that you know all the different roles? You, you know, you're doing designing of, of costumes. You've been a performer. I've seen you direct. So, yeah. you, you sort of... You, what have you not done? Um, I don't think there's anything, really. I've MD'd. I've done set design. I don't... Yeah, I don't think... I've not been the cleaner yet. Maybe that'll be the next one. That'll be an easier task. Which is the easiest then? Is it, or which is the most fulfilling as well? Um, I, don't, I don't think any of them are easy. Um, whoever's done whatever role, um, you put every single minute of your day into it and you don't sleep thinking about it. Um, yeah, I don't think there is an easy option. Is there one that you see a favourite though? Do you prefer to be on stage? Yeah, obviously. I love all the back, backstage stuff, though. I love the di- I love directing, you know. Um, it's a huge passion of mine. Um, but performing is what I'm really about, I guess. So having been a director, what's it like to be directed? Do you, do you stand up to them and go, hang on a minute, I think it should be done like this? Or do you just go, eh, whatever you want? Yeah, well, Michael's my best friend, so might be a few swear words exchanged to each other <laughs> probably joking um, I, 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 I think I think probably because I have been direct I have been a director I kind of have my own interpretation on it which a lot of people where you know people will come and they'll do it as they want and you might just want to tweak it a little bit um, so I'll always listen but I might never take it on board <laughs> tell me about your role in this then oh so I'm, I'm Grisabella um yeah, obviously singing the iconic song Memory. Um, and I'm just a bit of a miserable cat, to be fair. Um, who wants to be loved by everyone, but everyone thinks I'm vicious. Don't know where they get that from. Um, and yeah, it's it, the kind of stories, her story really, uh, about the cat that gets reborn. So that's what you'll be seeing me dying and reborn. <laughs> I know you're multi-talented, and I'm going to say this, but I think you're a phenomenal singer. Oh, thank you, But you're Ian. following on from Elaine Page doing... Who are memory. you? Who are you? Yeah. What was it like? To... Oh, my God, no. No, it, memory's always been like a... I've grown up with it being a kid. Um, I loved her. As, it, it is a role I've always wanted to do. But I never thought we'd be able to do it. You know, you didn't think Cats would ever be available for Amdram. Um, so get to do it is a dream role. And plus, I just kind of limp on and limp off, and then I have a nice rest while the other people are dying on stage with all the dancing. You are going to be absolutely exhausted watching them dance. Um, but yeah, I have the easy bit. Have you watched the film? I can't remember who sang Memory in the film. It was um, Jennifer Hudson, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the film. Um, but I'm, I'm one of these, I'm, I'm always, always about the original. Um, I hate it when it gets remade and stuff. I didn't hate, I didn't hate the film. 
but I'll, I'll stick to the original musical version, I think. Well, that's Dom, one of the performers, and, of course, as you heard, uh, one of the designers of the fabulous costumes. Before that, Amy, who is the assistant director of Stockport Plaza's version of Cats the Musical by the Drama Department from the 26th to the 30th of September. Now, Dawn didn't like the film. Many people didn't. But here, (laughs) despite what she says, is Taylor Swift, yes, Taylor Swift, singing Macavity. Every human law breaks the law of gravity. His powers of levitation would make a fake stare. But when they reach the scene of crime, Macavity's not there. Macavity's a ginger cat. He's very tall and thin. You would know him if you saw him, for his eyes are sunken in. His brow is deeply lined with thought His head is highly domed His coat is dusty from neglect His whiskers are uncombed He sways his head from side to side With movements like a snake And when you think he's half asleep He's always wide awake Macavity, macavity There's no one A monster of depravity You may meet him in a by-street You may see him in a square But when a crime's discovered Then Macavity's not there He's outwardly respectable I know He cheats at cards And his footprints And when the light is looted and the jewel case is rifled, oh, when the milk is missing, or another pig's been stifled, or the greenhouse gloss is broken, and the trellis past repair, there's the wonder of the thing. The cavity's not there. Yeah. 
crimes discovered. Locality. Crimes discovered then. Macavities? Not there. Uh-huh! 106.7 Ribble FM. I'm Ian Cheeseman. This is Break a Leg. Thanks very much for listening. And just before we hear two of the performers from Sixth the Musical, which will be at the George Lawton Hall in Mosley very, very soon, here is the title song, Six.
So let's meet uh, two of the girls who are playing the six parts of the Wives of Henry VIII in Six the Musical, which has been moved to the George Lawton Hall in uh, Mosley. I'll tell you more about why that's happened in just a second. But let's hear from Melia and Tilly now, who are two of the stars of the show. Yeah, NK Arts Theatre is really high production and it was published everywhere that Six was going to be on and there was a lot of people that auditioned and I think going into the process we were all really excited because obviously it's Six musical, it's such a big musical and yeah, we're all just really excited to perform it. Yeah, definitely, I'm the same. I mean, it's one of my favourite musicals. It's such a popular and well-known one at the minute and uh, yeah, I know quite a lot of people who've done things with NK before and have loved it. So, uh, yeah, I was very excited about the audition process. I'm assuming both of you have actually seen the show then, from what you're saying. Yeah, of course. It's an amazing show. Um, It's in the West End right now, and they're also touring up and down the UK. So, obviously, you know, when people see Six, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's an amazing musical. And this is the first production, team production, in the North West, so it's going to be a very big show. Yeah, amazing. I mean, after I uh, got my place in the show, I actually booked a ticket again to go and see it again, just because... I was so excited and just to sort of get myself in the in the mood, get excited for it, and it was, oh, it was so amazing. You did well to book a ticket because they're very hard to oh, get hold of. So they? difficult to get the tickets. Yeah, yeah. Me and mum. Well, I was meant to go in Manchester, um, but uh, my ticket. We, we didn't get any tickets, so I had. To, I just thought, screw it, let's go to the West End. So I just booked tickets. Yeah. I must admit, the first time I went to see it, I didn't know what to expect, and it felt to me like a well, it is a girl power concert almost rather than a musical is that how it feels to you yeah it's definitely like it's like a concert it's very very uplifting there's obviously some emotional parts during the show but it's such a fun like it it is just like going to a concert and i think the good thing with six is people think that musicals are just going to be like poppy and things but it's basically you know all about feminism and you know just all the struggles that the queen's faced against henry the eighth and you know at the end they all come together and you know they're like do you know what we're stronger as a six than we are on our own i think that's an amazing yeah. message and it's so nice because we've all got such different characters so you see like loads of different sides and, and different perspectives it's really nice yeah. which of the the uh, wives are you two playing so i'm playing Anne Boleyn and tilly's playing Catherine parr yes are they, di- are they very so, different as characters yeah so i think um Anne Boleyn is a lot about like she doesn't care what people think of her and obviously she was beheaded so she was kind of like do you know what I'm going to do what I want I'm going to have the best life and then if Henry doesn't like me for me then so be it yeah and and Catherine Parr's sort of she's kind of in a way like the mother of the group she's very very quiet throughout the show and then at the end she kind of changed changes the whole story of of the show really and, she and she's like together. she brings everyone together she's like why are we fighting like we should be we're women we should be like empowering each other and and supporting each other so as, as Anne Boleyn do you ever sort of rub your neck while you're performing and think you know I could have my head chopped <laughs> yeah. off here somewhere well that's the thing because a lot of the queens like obviously Catherine Howard was beheaded as well but she has a little thing where she always goes and you were beheaded and Anne Boleyn goes yep I was beheaded and just um, <laughs> references it a lot she always goes well I lost my head so yeah it's quite funny uh, does it I mean this is a slightly away from the musical question but as a result of your interest in this and obviously your passion in the music I get that and performing does it interest? Does it make you more interested in the history? Have you actually read about yeah, the characters? Yeah, I've actually learned more about. I, I mean, I wasn't too much into history when I was in school, right. and I've I've learned 
like so much yeah. ab- about it and about all the wives and the, like interesting facts about them yeah. all and also like all the musicians that are on stage like Joan and uh, Maria they were all ladies in waiting yeah. for the queens so when we all heard about that we were like oh my gosh that's amazing so you just hear about facts now and then and it's really cool where are you now in, in your career if you don't mind me asking you how old are you I'm 17 nearly 18 uh, so I'm 19 so I, uh, I was meant to go to drama school last year and I took a gap year, but I'm going this year. I'm staying in Manchester. I'm going to the Arden School of Theatre, so I'm really excited. I mean, I love musical theatre and it's, it's what I want to do. I mean, I've spoken to um, actors who have gone to theatre schools just as you're doing and are now, only two or three years later, touring with... You know, shows like Annie and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So it might be very close for you professionally. It, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, w- one of my friends, she's she's just gone to drama school, actually, and she's already, she's just been in a West End show. It's, it's crazy. You never know when your chance is going to be. You've just got to go for the auditions. And, and I think musical theatre can open so many doors yeah. for so many individuals, so it's a great career choice. Definitely. So uh, what drives you to take a career like that, then? Is it because you want to be the centre of attention? Is it because you were ignored? You were a second child? I think- <laughs> no, I think musical theatre because you meet so many amazing people and also I think that no matter what role you get, it's like you have to put your heart and soul yeah. into it and the show just comes together amazingly and you meet just so many amazing I, people. Yeah, I think within the industry as well, like it's such a supportive and uplifting community and it's, so it's just so fun, like anything you go, you go into, it's just so fun and there's so many different things you can do with musical theatre, like you can do cruise ships, like actual musicals like Disney World anything it's amazing still though there is the downside of it. it's very very competitive yeah, exactly. you too might be in the same show here but you might be going for the same part in the future I mean yeah. that, that is the world you live in isn't it yeah but I think the most amazing thing is as time progresses you learn more as an actor every single audition you go in like so say if you went into an audition and you didn't get in it would make you stronger as a person so the more rejections you get the more happier you are when you actually get the yeah. role and it's, it's amazing when you you're in the industry like as I've grown up doing things with loads of different companies how many people you meet and like you know everyone like everyone knows everyone in this industry so like even just by knowing people it can get you so many opportunities it's great so when you go and watch any professional show now and I guess you go to the theatre now and again do you now look at it in a completely different way do you you look think about the practicalities of people hitting marks and all this sort yeah, of stuff think, or are you, can yeah. you still enjoy it like I yeah. do without all that knowledge yeah I think you can enjoy it and I think like when you see an actor putting their heart and soul into the show it's like can you wow. tell yeah can you, you can tell? 100% yeah, you know tell and like the dances as well it's just it's yeah. just amazing because you can see like when they're giving the heart and soul into the performance you're like how much time must have that you know yeah, taken you and stuff you, like you pick up on like the technique and stuff and you're like oh like that was great like yeah. <laughs> it's funny so well, i must admit I, I look at stage performers and it doesn't matter what I, I can see a show a few times which i have done and it amazes me that at each time i watch a show it looks like they're doing it for the first time they've never done it before and they're putting the heart and soul into it and i'm thinking how do you replicate that? And that's what you—that's one of the skills you got to learn. I know you're at the beginning at the moment. You've got to learn that, though, and, and have that massive amount of energy. I can see from your body language that both of you have that. You know, you're rocking about, you're full yeah. of adrenaline. You know, but that's part of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, and also, like, the audience as well, like, that's what motivates us as actors. Like, definitely in Six, like, it's a lot of audience interaction, and that, like, drives you to perform, like, the best you possibly can. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's why I like musical film because you get 
you receive something back in a way and it's like it's like oh all my hard work has now like paid off like these people have come here to watch to watch us perform so you've got to do do the best you can and, and give it your 100%. So it doesn't matter that it's not at the Palace Theatre or the Opera House or the Lowry, the fact that it's a slightly smaller venue, doesn't. when you're on stage, I guess it doesn't make any difference, does it? No, yeah. not at all. You've just got to go for it and and I think actually in the smaller theatres sometimes I think it's, it's, it's nicer. Because you, you're you, more intimate with the yeah, audience, yeah, I think, right. and you can see their reactions. So say if you're like, Anne Boleyn says a funny line, you can see how they react to it and then that'll like set you for the next performance yeah. and stuff obviously uh, you love musical theatre so I'm going to ask you a question now mm. which actually <laughs> might lead into what you're going to do in the future who knows but you know, what's your f- each of you can pick one song from a musical that you love don't pick something from uh, from Not six pick, right. because I'll have introduced you by playing a song okay. from six. So so pick something from your favourite oh. musical. Who's got one first? That is a lot. Of that is a lot of I mean, I've got like there's a lot of musicals that stand out, but definitely Lame is like that is definitely one of my favourite musicals. Probably on my own, yeah. That is a classic Eponine. Well, yeah. we'll play that for you. And what about you? Oh. Can't have the same one now. She's picked it. Oh no, I, I need to pick something appropriate. I was. <laughs> Um, all, yeah, so I recently did Oliver last year, um, and I played Nancy in Oliver, and so I'd say, I'd say I'd do anything. It's a fun, cheery, uplifting song. It's a great one to do, and I loved doing it. Listen, good luck to you both in your careers. I'm Thank sure you'll have fantastic you careers so going much. forward, and in the short term, good luck with six. And since my show's called Break a Leg, I've got to finish with saying <laughs> Break a Leg. Thank oh, you very much. Thank you. The very talented young ladies Melia and Tilly will be part of Six the Musical, which has been moved from Romilly Forum because of rack problems, and we've heard about that in the news, to the George Lawton Hall in Mosley, and they will be appearing on Sunday the 24th of September, Thursday the 28th, Friday the 29th, and Saturday the 30th, and there are double shows on a couple of those days, on the Saturdays and Sundays as well. So go and support them if you can at the George Lawton Hall Sixth the Musical. Two songs were requested by the ladies on my own from Les Miserables Follows I Do Anything from Oliver the Musical. So, how's it go then, Dodger? It's all bowing and hats off. And, and don't let your pets go down in the mud, my darling.
106.7 FM, streaming from our website and on smart speakers, live and local across the Ribble Valley. Ribble FM News. From the Sky News Centre at 10, Channel 4 and the BBC have removed all shows featuring Russell Brand from their streaming services after accusations of rape and sexual assault were made against the comedian. The BBC has also announced a review of his time working there. Brand denies all the allegations. Phil Edgar-Jones oversaw Big Brother during his time as creative director at Remarkable Pictures. He says bosses never received any complaints. There was never any sense that he'd done anything inappropriate that was... Uh, brought to our attention certainly you know we knew he had a reputation for being promiscuous and everybody knew that at the time but that's as far as it went as far as we knew a spokesperson's insisted the government remains committed to its net zero plans despite reports it's considering delaying a ban on the sale of new petrol and diesel cars the key green commitment is due to come in from 2030 Meanwhile, the Education Secretary is claiming pupils are actually happier in temporary classroom buildings than those containing the concrete, which is prone to collapse. I've been to a number of these schools and seen uh, children and met uh, children in the porter cabins. And uh, in fact, at the first school I went to, the children were all petitioning me uh, to stay in the porter cabin because they actually preferred it to the classroom. So uh, the porter cabins are very, very high quality. Julian Keegan's been updating MPs on the sites with RAC, saying another 27 schools and colleges in England have been identified. Authorities say a British national has died after a bus plunged into a ravine in Montenegro. At least two people are dead and nine others have been seriously injured. Holders Manchester City have come from a goal down to beat Red Star Belgrade 3-1 in their Champions League opener. Celtic had two players sent off in a 2-0 defeat to Farnord. In their first Champions League match in 20 years, Newcastle drew nil-nil away at AC Milan. And H&M has joined the growing list of online retailers who charge for returns. Customers can avoid the 199 fee, though, by joining its membership programme. That's the latest. I'm Faye Rowlands. You're listening to Break a Leg. My name is Ian Cheeseman, all things theatrical and musical theatre. And in this hour, we concentrate on music. And three of the shows that will be coming, big shows, by the way, that will be coming to Manchester, to the Opera House and Palace Theatre, in the non-too-distant future, are Wicked the Musical, which I'm sure, if you've not seen it, you've heard all about it, the retelling of the witch's story of Wizard of Oz. And also, coming in November, a brand new musical called I Should Be So Lucky. I've interviewed members of the cast previously, and indeed Pete Waterman, one of the Stock Aitken Waterman trio, who put the music together. It's a jukebox musical and features music from that particular era. You know it well. But also coming very, very soon is Hamilton. So let's start this hour by some songs from Hamilton, starting with Alexander Hamilton. Orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman Dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean By providence, impoverished and squalor Grow up to be a hero and a scholar The ten dollar Founding father without a father Got a lot farther by working a lot harder By being a lot smarter By being a self-starter by 14 They placed him in charge of a trading charter and every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away Across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up Inside he was longing for something to be a part of The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow or barter Then a hurricane came and dev- 
devastation rained on man Saw his future drip, dripping down the drain Put a pencil to his temple, connected it to his brain And he wrote his first refrain, a testament to his pain Well, the word got around, they said this kid is insane, man Took a book collection just to send him to the mainland Get your education, don't forget from whence you came And the world's gonna know your name Alexander Hamilton My name is Alexander Hamilton And there's a million things I haven't done But just you wait, just you wait When he was ten, his father split Full of it, debt ridden Two years later, see Alex and his mother bedridden Half dead, sitting in their own sick The scent thick And Alex got better, but his mother went quick Moving with a cousin, the cousin committed suicide Left him with nothing but ruined pride Something new inside, a voice saying Alex, you gotta fend for yourself He started retreating and reading Every treatise on the shelf There would have been nothing left to do For someone less astute He would have been dead or destitute Without a cent or restitution Started working, working for his late mother's landlord Trading sugar cane and rum And all the things he can't afford Did you hear the news about good old General Mercer? No. You know Claremont Street? Yeah. They renamed it after him. The Mercer Legacy is secure. Sure. And all he had to do was die. Yeah, that's a lot less work. We ought to give it a try. <laughs> Now how you gonna get your debt plan through? I guess I'm gonna finally have to listen to you. Really? Talk less. Smile more. <laughs> do whatever it takes to get my plan on the Congress floor. Madison and Jefferson are merciless. Well, hate the sin, love the sinner. Hamilton. I'm sorry, Burr, I gotta go. But decisions are happening over dinner. Two Virginians and an immigrant walk into a room diametrically opposed foes. 
They emerged with a compromise, having open doors that were previously closed. Bros. The immigrant emerges with unprecedented financial power, a system he can shape however he wants. The Virginians emerge with the nation's capital. And here's the pièce de résistance. No one else was in the room where it happened, the room where it happened, the room where it happened. No one else was in the room where it happened, the room where it happened, the room where it happened. No one really knows how the game is played, the art of the trade, how the sausage gets made. We just assume that it happens, but no one else is in the room where it happens. Alexander was on Washington's doorstep one day in distress and disarray. Alexander said, I've nowhere else to turn. And basically begged me to join the fray. I approached Madison and said, I know you hate him, but let's hear what he has to say. Well, I arranged the meeting. I arranged the menu, the venue, the seating. But no one else was in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. No one else was in the room where it happened. How the parties get to yes The pieces that are sacrificed in every game of chess We just assume that it happens But no one else is in the room where it happens Meanwhile, Madison is grappling with the fact that Not every issue can be settled by committee Meanwhile, Congress is fighting over where to put the capital It isn't pretty Then Jefferson approaches with the dinner and invite And Madison responds with Virginian insight Maybe we can solve one problem with another And win the victory for the Southerners In other words, a quid pro quo I suppose Wouldn't you like to work a little closer to home? Actually, I would Well, I propose the Potomac And you'll provide him his vote Well, we'll see how it goes Let's go No What else was in the room where it happened? Else is in the room where it happened. Alexander Hamilton. What did they say to you to get you to sell New York City down the river? Alexander Hamilton. Did Washington know about the dinner? Was the presidential pressure to deliver? Doesn't matter where you put the U.S. capital. Cause we'll have the banks. We're in the same spot. You got more than you gave. And I wanted what I got. When you got skin in the game, you stay in the game. But you don't get a win unless you play in the game. Oh, you get love for it. You get hate for it. You get nothing if you wait for it, wait for it, wait. God help and forgive me. I want to build something that's gonna outlive me. What do you want, girl? What do you want, girl? What do you want,
music from the phenomenal Hamilton. It's capturing the world, it seems, that musical. It will be at the Palace Theatre in Manchester from the 11th of November this year to the 24th of February next year. I wonder how tickets are going. I bet they're going well. Two more songs from that now. Who Lives, Who Dies, etc. And the King George song, all three songs on the way right now. Let me tell you what I wish I'd known When I was young and dreamed of glory You have no control Who lives, who dies, who tells your story President Jefferson I'll give him this His financial system is a work of genius I couldn't undo it if I tried And I tried Who lives, who dies, who tells your story President Madison He took our country from bankruptcy to prosperity I hate to admit it But he doesn't get enough credit for all the credit he gave us. Who lives, who dies, who tells your story? Every other founding father's story gets told. Every other founding father gets to grow old. And when you're gone, who remembers your name? Who keeps your flame? Who tells your story? Who tells your story? Who tells your story? I put myself back in the narrative I stop wasting time on tears I live another 50 years It's not enough I interview every soldier Who fought by your side I try to make sense of your thousands of pages of writings You really do write But you're running out of time I rely on Angelica While she's alive we tell your story The first private orphanage in New York City The orphanage I helped raise hundreds of children I get to see them growing the up orphanage. In their eyes I see you, Alexander I see you every time And when my time is up, have I done enough? Will they tell the story? Oh, I can't wait to see you again It's only a matter of Of my love is not a price that you're willing to pay. 
I'm so blue I thought that we made an arrangement when you went away You were mine to subdue Well, even despite our estrangement I've got a small query for you What comes next? You've been freed Do you know how hard it is to lead? You're on your own 
Awesome. Wow. Do you have a clue what happens now? Oceans rise, empires fall. It's much harder when it's all your call. All alone across the sea. When your people say they hate you, don't come crawling back to me. Da-da-da-da-da. George Washington's yielding his power and stepping away. Is that true? I wasn't aware that was something a person could do. I'm perplexed. Are they going to keep on replacing whoever's in charge? If so, who's next? There's nobody else in their country who looms quite as large. John Adams? I know him. That can't be. That's that little guy who spoke to me all those years ago. What was it? 85. That poor man, they're going to eat him alive. Oceans rise, empires fall. Next to Washington, they all look small. All alone, watch them run. Other into pieces, Jesus Christ, this will be fun. President John Adams, good luck. Listen to Ribble FM anytime, anywhere. Download our dedicated smartphone app. Go to ribblefm.com. I'm Ian Cheeseman. This is Break a Leg. We've heard music from Hamilton. We've got I Should Be So Look at the Musical on the way. Next up, though, Wicked. And I've been interviewing, and this is something for the future, the brilliant Kerry Ellis this week. You'll hear that in a future edition of this show. But first of all, she starred in Wicked. I'm not that girl. Here she is. Hands touch, eyes meet, sudden silence, sudden heat, hearts leap in a giddy world, he could be
Don't wish, don't start Wishing only wounds the heart I wasn't born for the rose and the pearl There's a girl I know He loves her so in advance I was merely blown here by the winds of chance I never saw myself as a Solomon or Socrates I knew who I was one of your dime a dozen mediocrities then suddenly I'm here respected worshipped even Just because the folks in Oz Needed someone to believe in Does it surprise you I got hooked And all too soon What can I say? I got carried away And not just by Balloons Wonderful, they called me wonderful, so I said wonderful, if you insist, I will be wonderful, and they said wonderful, believe me it's hard to resist, cause it feels wonderful. They think I'm wonderful Hey, look who's wonderful This corn-fed hick Who said it might be keen To build a town of green 
I never had a family of my own, so I guess I just wanted to give the citizens of Oz everything. So you lied to them. Elphaba, where I'm from, we believe all sorts of things that aren't true. We call it history. A man's called a traitor or liberator. A rich man's a thief or philanthropist. Is one a crusader or ruthless invader? It's all in which label is able to persist. There are precious few at ease with moral ambiguities. So we act as though they don't exist. They call me wonderful. So I am wonderful. In fact, it's so much who I am. It's part of my name. And with my help, you can be the same. At long, long last, receive your due, long overdue. Alphaba, the most celebrated, are the rehabilitated. There'll be such a hoop-de-doo, a celebration throughout Oz that's all to do with you. Two songs from Wicked, I'm Not That Girl, Kerry Ellis, the brilliant Kerry Ellis, who we'll hear from again in a second, and wonderful. And that will be at the Palace Theatre Manchester from the 3rd of December next year to January the 12th, 2025. So there's a little wait for that one yet. But here are two more songs from Wicked. For good, the big conclusion, but first, the brilliant Defying Gravity by Kerry Ellis. Until I try, I'll never know Too long I've been 
Through the wood Who can 
recorded live by me at the launch of I Should Be So Lucky, the musical, which will be in Manchester from November. We haven't got any more songs from the actual musical, but these are four songs back-to-back. Enjoy them all. Respectable, Mel and Kim, Better the Devil You Know, Kylie Minogue, This Time I Know It's For Real, Donna Summer, and I Should Be So Lucky, the title track.
I know it's for real, Donna Summer, and that will be in the musical I Should Be So Lucky, which will be at the Opera House from the 2nd to the 25th of November. The world premiere, no less. This is the title track. If you're in a show this week, if you're going to one, break a leg, I Should Be So Lucky.
FM streaming from our website and on smart speakers live and local across the Ribble Valley Ribble FM news 